A reading from Isaiah, chapter 9, verse 6. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. A few weeks ago, a member of the church gave me a t-shirt. And I want to I show you this t-shirt. It says, Ludafisk, Ludafisk, the peace of cod that passes all understanding. <laughs> it's only funny if you've ever had Ludafisk. <laughs> you might never want to have it again, unless you put all kinds of goodies on it. I share this shirt with you because obviously the theme of our service today was, has been peace. We sang about it in the Gloria. We share the peace of the Lord with each other. The theme of the cantata was peace. The benediction will end with the words, the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Now you would think with all this talk of peace, we would actually be a people filled with peace. We should be experts of peace but we're not. Instead, we're a people filled with conflict. Marriages are factious, friendships antagonistic, families divided. There's conflict in our streets, in our workplaces, in our homes, even in our churches. Disharmony occurs all over the place, inside us, outside us. All you have to do is look at a parking lot at the mall during this Christmas season. Last-minute shoppers are sharing the peace with each other, right? <laughs> it's funny, uh, last year I was driving the parking lot around Christmas time. I was driving to the mall, and I, I turned a corner, and I, I was totally to blame, and I was tired, and I went way too wide, and the person gave me the bird. <laughs> what was worse, though, was this person was a member of the church. <laughs> You should have seen how nervous he was the next Sunday when he came up for communion. <laughs> I did give it to him, I promise. What's the reason for our conflict? Why are we afflicted? The reason is not the marketplace. Last year we had affliction last year. The fault doesn't lie with the President of the United States. We cannot blame our jobs, well, maybe just a little bit. Our conflict is due to a deeper conflict we have with God. You see, ever since the fall, humanity has experienced conflict. If you remember, when confronted, what did Eve do? She blamed the serpent. What did Adam do? Blamed Eve, and more importantly, Blame God. Remember his words? The woman that you gave me. She made me eat. We've been blaming each other. Bashing each other. Killing each other. Ever since. Blaming God to boot. What's even worse is that when Jesus, the Prince of Peace, 
the long-awaited Messiah, when he actually came to bring peace on earth, when he came to come near to us and to love us and to put us back together, what did we do? We killed him, and we killed him in a violent way. Jeremiah is right to say, the people say, peace, peace. There is no peace. And so what's the good news for us? Is there any good news? The good news does not come in a self-help book. The good news does not come in 10 steps. The good news is this. God's love for us, God's love for you, is greater than our hatred. The good news is that the peace that Christ offers is greater than our conflict. It is truer than our doubt. Now, the truth is, even though we do not always feel this peace, and if you're like me, I often do not feel this peace, there is a day, a great and glorious day, when we will experience it fully. On that last day, all conflict outside of us and inside of us will cease. On that great day, there will be no more tears, no more pain, no more death. God will make everything new on that day, and we will have peace. But until that day, until that day we get moments of it, until that day we have to hold on to the words of the Apostle Paul, who said, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and your mind in Christ Jesus. Now, isn't that a lot better than Ludafisk? <laughs> in Jesus' name, amen.